Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Hadn't been on here for a while, guys. Um, but pop in on some of my podcasts. I have a, over 100 some podcasts. Um, but today I want to talk about rejection, how to overcome rejection. Alrighty, we can't, we got to quit taking it so personal and taking it to heart. But how many of you know that even rejection is part of the process? It's part of the preparation in the process. But you know, before we get into this, we're going to pray first. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, our Heavenly Father, for waking us up this morning, allowing us to see another day, a new day, Father God, a day filled with your good plans, your good purpose, and your good will for our lives. And Holy Spirit, we yield our members to you, Father. You say, who have we yield our members to? That's who we're serving to. So I come before you today with my heart yielded before you, saying, here I am, Lord. Lead God and direct me. Use my lips of clay to speak revelation knowledge to deliver us all, Father God. For your word, the word of God is the power of God and the salvation. Give us ears to hear and a heart to receive what the spirit of the Lord is saying. In Jesus' name we pray. You guys, thank you so much. Again, hit that subscribe button if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to support our, our um, my podcast ministry. If not, please make sure that you share it and continue to listen in, okay? Um, so again, I'm going to talk today about um, overcoming rejection. Isaiah 49, 15 says, Can a mother forget the baby at breast and have no compassion on the child she has bored? Though she may forget, even though your mother and father may forsake you, even though your mother and father may reject you, God says, I will not forget you. (laughs) I got some good news for you. Even though your family, your friends, or whoever else you think, Uh, your job or whatever even though they may have forsaken you and even though they may have rejected you God tells us in Isaiah 49 15 even though your mother she might forsake you she might maybe wasn't raised by your mother and you're you're angry at your mother because you feel like she rejected you she didn't accept you maybe you was put up for adoption or whatever but I I just want you to know that God says even when your mother forsake you and forget about you he said I won't forget you you know the word of God tells us that God has promised God's promise to us is that he will never leave us nor forsake sake. So how do we overcome the root of rejection? Well, one, when we understand that it's God tells us, he said, if we are a servant of men, then we're not a servant of his. We can no longer continue to seek the approval of people. As long as we can seek the approval of people, we're going to experience rejection because people are imperfect. And as good as we are and as nice and kind as we are, at the end of the day, everybody's not going to like us because the Bible, First Peter tells us that Satan, our adversary, he goes about looking for someone to devour. The devil's going to see to it. The devil don't like you. The devil don't like me. Right? So that's just a part of the process. But we can't take it too hard and make it about us. You know, I wrote a book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. You guys can get it on Amazon and a few other sites. Um, but the reason I ca- entitled it Understanding Your Own Issues First is because I have to own whatever is mine. I have to know and be able to see it before I can confess it before, you know, I have to admit it before I can quit it, right? He said, confess your own faults 
one to another so that you can be healed. So one thing I learned what the Lord was teaching me is how not to take on the offense, how not to take other people's actions and reactions and other people's issues issues or whatever behaviors and make it about me. The first thing he told me was Proverbs 4.23. It's out of the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth is speaking. The Lord let me know. He said, what's in them is coming out of them. So why are you taking how they are and making it about you? He said, Pearl, it's nothing personal. They was like that. They've been that way since they was a child. And they will continue to be that way till they no longer want to be that way anymore. It's not about you. What's coming out of them is what's in them. They're letting you know, listen here, I'm miserable. I'm this, I'm that. So pray for him. Okay, how about that? Let's not take on the offense. When we take things to heart, that's when we take it, take on the offense. And when we take on the offense, it causes us to become offended, which causes us to be on the defense. But when we can understand that what they got going on is not about you, then we won't take it personal and we won't take it to heart. Uh, how do we come over? How do we overcome rejection? Understanding and knowing that sometimes rejection is for your own protection. It's not about being rejected by people. It's been. It's about being accepted uh, by Jesus. Because God said, if you're a servant of men, you're not a servant of his. We cannot serve God and man. We have to pick a side. Because when we are a servant of men, we will tend to compromise the word of God. In other words, we can't be a man pleaser. You know, the Bible tells us about, talks about how not to be uh, do, doing eye service unto people, your supervisor, whatever, when they're there and they can see you. Don't just do it for eye service when people can see you. But we need to be doing it, realizing and understanding that guess what? God can always see me. It's not about being a people pleaser is always going to cause us to experience rejection. It's coming either way. But I'm saying, but if you're going to you're going to tend to experience it more when you're when you're a people pleaser, because people are imperfect people like ourselves. You cannot please imperfect people like ourselves. That's a, that's a job for Jesus. <laughs> Look. So take your focus off trying to please people. It's easier just to please one person than to try to be pleasing a whole lot of different people, right? So why not set our affections on God above? Set our affections on God above, which is eternal, and not on things and people below, which are temporal, and they're always subject to change. You know, our personality is subject to change. One day you're this way, another day you're that way. But the Word of God tells us that God changes not. He changes not. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 2 and 4 that Jesus, he was rejected by human beings, but he was accepted by God. Jesus was rejected by men, but chosen by God. Not want you to know that even when you're rejected by people, you're accepted by Jesus. <laughs> Jesus said, Father, for I already know those that are mine, and the evil one won't be able to pluck them from my hand. And those who choose to live for Christ will suffer persecution, the Bible tells us. So arm yourself likewise. The same way he was rejected by men, you will be rejected by men. The same way he had to suffer in the flesh, we too will suffer in the flesh. Why is this? Because our flesh is in direct opposition. It's an enmity towards the things of God. Our flesh hate the things of God. Our flesh is opposite to what God wants. What our flesh wants and what God wants is two separate things. So whenever we have to say no to our flesh, it causes our flesh to suffer because our flesh does not get what it wants. But we know that Jesus 
really suffered physically. They scorned him. They beat him. They spat on him. They crucified him. He laid his life down for them so they could crucify him, right? He suffered. None of us have suffered to the point of shedding blood. None of us have suffered to the point of shedding blood. So arm yourself likewise. And let's focus. How do you overcome rejection? By no longer being a man man pleaser, but being a God pleaser and understanding and realizing that you have been accepted by the beloved. God has accepted you. So what you need to accept you. And we need to understand who we are in Christ. Because when we understand who our identity in Christ, you guys pick up my book, Understanding. It's a study guide. Understanding your new identity in Christ. So when you understand who you are in Christ, then let Christ be your goal. This is who I'm trying to satisfy. I'm not trying to satisfy this person, that person. I'm set. I only want to satisfy Jesus. I don't know about you, but I dance to the tune of my own music. I wear what I want to wear. I have no whatever they call style. I don't have a style. If I like it, I wear it. I don't. When I get dressed in the morning, I'm not thinking, "Oh, I wonder if people are gonna like this. I wonder if what people are saying." When I'm in public, I'm not even. It's not that I'm not aware of my surroundings because I am, but not in the way. Uh, in, in the sense of thinking, I wonder what they're thinking. I never care about what people are thinking. I'll be honest, I don't care. I really, really, really don't care. And I'm, and what I mean by that is, I don't care if you like what I got on. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I wear what I want. You see what? You understand what I'm saying? I am. I have been delivered from people. The Proverbs say the fear of man causes a snare. It's all rejection is rooted in fear. It all comes together and goes back together because I'm afraid I'm going to be rejected by you if I don't say what you want me to say, if I don't act the way you want me to act, if I don't do what you want me to do, if I don't look the way you think I should look. I'm afraid of being, but that is just a part of life. But it has nothing to do with you. People have different preferences. Some people reject broccoli and some people like broccoli. That's just, is there something wrong with the broccoli? No, they just don't prefer broccoli. (laughs) It's nothing personal. It's spiritual. It's not a personal thing. It's a spiritual thing. So um, as when we become delivered from people, that's when we'll get delivered from rejection. The fear of man causes a snare. But know this, you're in good company when you're suffering for righteousness sake. The Bible tells us that we're to suffer, you know, suffering for righteousness, but not suffering as a meddler or a busybody in someone else's business. But when you're suffering because you're doing the right thing, when you're suffering because you're living for Christ, when you're being talked about because you, you know, you want to do the right thing instead of doing the wrong thing, that's suffering for righteousness sake. Right. So when you um, suffer for he said, rejoice when when they persecute you, because really, that means all that means is that the glory of God is resting upon you. The devil see Christ in you. (laughs) Uh, That's a good thing when people revile you and talk about you and persecute you for doing the right thing. I'm not talking about doing the wrong thing because there's no glory. God doesn't get any glory out of out of us. 
there's no glory to God when we're suffering for doing the wrong thing. But when we're suffering for doing the right thing, then truly the glory of God is resting upon us. We want to suffer for doing the right thing, not the wrong thing, okay? But um, to overcome rejection, once again, we have to be delivered from people, from the opinion of people. Learn how not to take on the offense by understanding that it's out of the abundance of their own heart, that their mouth is speaking, that it's out of the, is- the issues in their heart, what's in them is coming out of them. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart. For out of it flows everything you do. So, um, if you, like I said, if you want to know what's in a person, listen to what's coming out of a person. Because if you want to know what's in your heart, simply listen to your mouth speak. Because it's out of the abundance of your heart that your mouth speak, right? So, if you want to know what's in them, listen to what's coming out of them, right? And, and prayerfully, it'll cause you to have compassion and want to pray. Because they're telling you, listen, I'm miserable. Can you pray for me? Um, pray for them. Bless those that curse you. Pray for those that despitefully use you, right? Um, so that's how we overcome rejection by being delivered from the people, by being delivered from the pain of men, by being, um, who the sun set free really is free. Indeed. I remember when the Lord delivered me from people, um, the fear of men, you know, even shy is rooted in pride because every time we think about what people are going to think about us, we're not thinking about what people are going to think about Christ. And the Bible say that when Christ is lifted up, it'll draw all men to him. Right, we're not. Well, our goal is not to draw people to us; it's to draw people to Him. But a shyness, which is fear, is rooted in fear and pride. Because anytime I'm thinking about God is asking me to do something, but I'm thinking about what the people are going to think rather than what, what being obedient to Christ. Am I not a servant of men and not a servant of His? I, you know, um, the fear of man causes a snare. You know, a snare, a snare is like a snare in a stocking. You ladies remember how you used to get those little snares in your stockings? It's like, or uh, your your knitted sweater or something get caught on something and it kind of cringes it together. That's a snare. It holds us back. It keeps us from being obedient to the voice of God. When we are, uh, when we fear the people of the opinion of people more than we fear the opinion of God, um, it's going to cause us to be uh, in rebellion towards God. And what is what we're really saying is, God, I know what you said, but I don't care what you say right now. I have to go with the people. I have to go with the people because I, I fear more of what they think than what you think. And when we believe um, more of what people say than what God say about us, that's when a rejection can take place in our lives because when we know who we are, what you say don't even matter. <laughs> I'm telling you, it don't matter. I am comfortable in my own skin because I know I am born again. I am a child of God. I am accepted by the beloved. I'm wonderfully and marvelously made. Uh, and I'm satisfied with me. You know, if God is satisfied with you, then you need to be satisfied with you. And what no one, if, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. As long as what God is, what God is saying that's true. It's not what the devil is saying. It's not what anyone else is saying. Because when we're not saying what God is saying, what we're saying is not true. Whose report do you believe? I, I remember once when I was in college, and um, you could get a, a they was going to bump you up a grade just for reading your own paper. I'm not talking about someone else's paper. I'm talking about your own paper. But you know what? I was so afraid 
because I was afraid. You know what was causing me to be afraid? What was my fear? Afraid of what they were going to think. Was that not the fear of man? That I would not get up there and read my own paper. And it was, that that was, um, once again, it was about me, right? When we are afraid of what people are going to think about us, it's about us. It's not about Christ. When we are afraid of being rejected uh, by others, it's not about us. It's about being us. It's about, it's not about Christ. It's about, we're worried about ourselves. We're worried about them rejecting us. But you know what I found to be true? When you love people for real, guess what? Telling them the truth is not hard because it's not about you. You're, you're just a messenger, okay? The mailman, he's not upset when he drops a cutoff notice at your, or in your mailbox. He's not, he's, not, he's not afraid or any of that. Why? Because he understands that he's just the mailman. That cutoff notice didn't have anything to do with him. His part was, and, and most of the time people aren't mad at the mailman for dropping that off. They, uh, they, they don't call the mailman. They call the, the, uh, the person whose name is on the bill. That's the one. They go to the source. Calling the mailman, that's arguing with the mailman because he gave your mail, your cutoff notice, isn't going to get you anywhere. So they go to the source. They call up the, 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 the electric company or whoever and go directly and deal with them. They don't take it personal. You're just the mailman. You're just the messenger. When we're speaking, make sure that our truth is God's truth and not our own truth. When we're saying what God is saying, that's that's his word. You're just being the mailman. Right? Speak the word, speak the truth and love. We're just being the mailman. And not everybody's going to like the truth. And let me let you in on this. Just because someone get mad at you for telling them the truth don't mean God didn't tell you to tell them that truth. That, for Christ's sake, that's why Jesus was crucified, right? I mean, he, he went about doing nothing but good. He went about saying nothing but was what was right. They tried to push him off a cliff. He walked straight through him. They tried to stone him. He walked straight through him. He disappeared in the middle of the crowd. Why? Because they hated his words. And the reason they could not receive truth is because they did not have the spirit of truth in them. <laughs> Some people are not can't receive truth because they not they don't have the spirit of truth. Some people sometimes we just bent on doing what we want to do stiff neck and rebellious and they the proverbs say don't rebuke a mocker lest they turn and hate you so you see what i'm saying just so now don't never feel bad for doing the right thing never feel bad for doing the right thing because when you get tired of doing the and don't get tired of doing the right thing because when you get tired of doing the right thing that's when you start doing the wrong thing right don't grow weary in doing good because in due season you if you know in due season you're gonna reap what you sow don't grow weary. Don't get tired of doing good. Because in due season, you're going to reap what you sow. It's not just the bad things. We reap the good things too. All right. So how do you overcome the root of rejection? By just simply being delivered from the opinions of people. Because when we're not delivered from people, it's like when I'm with you, I act like you. When You know, and I know the Apostle Paul says, I become all things to all men, but yet not disobeying God. In other words, I'm not going to do or say anything that's going to cause me to sin. In other words, if I have to come to your, if, you, if I come to your house and you ask me to take my shoes off, guess what? I'm going to take my shoes off. That's not a sin. If this is what I have to do to get to you, to come... Uh, uh, encourage you or visit you or whatever, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my shoes off. It's not about me. This is this is your house. These are your rules. This is for some reason, this is what you want. 
Okay, so it's not about me coming to your house trying to get my way. It's about me coming to your house and yielding to your way. Long as what you're asking me to do is not a sin, then I'm walking in love when I'm doing what you say. I'm not here to fight you or to resist you because you asked me to take my shoes off before I come in your house. See, I become all things to all men, not disobeying God. If your culture is for me to come to your house and sit on your floor, then guess what? I don't, I, don't, I don't need to be complaining about sitting on the floor. I need to come to This is what you really believe. So I come to your house and I sit on your floor. Why? Because it's not about me coming into your space trying to get my way. It's your house, your rules. And as long as your rules is not causing me to sin or go against my God, then I'll do what you ask me to do. But when you ask me to do something that's going against, contrary to what God say or who God is, I'm not doing that. You know, um, this I'm saying this, and this kind of reminds me of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or Daniel too, when the king put out the decree that you know you had to, uh, you know, pray for their to their God. You couldn't pray for your own God. And Daniel opened the windows, and he wanted to make sure that they see because what you asking me to do is contrary to what my father said. It doesn't matter. It's called civil disobedience. It didn't matter what they, what your, what the king's rule was. Daniel said, this is God's rule and this is what I'm going to do. It's better to obey God than to obey man. When man is asking you to sin, you cannot go against God to, you can't, when we're men pleasers, you will find yourself going against God. When you are a man pleaser, you'll find yourself compromising the word of God, the will of God and the way of God. Jesus said, be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. He will give you wisdom and teach you how to fish. He said, I'll make you fishermen of men, right? He'll give you wisdom to know how to win people. He that win its souls is wise. If you want the wisdom of God, ask him to show you how to win souls. Father, I give us your wisdom to win souls because at the end of the day, that's what it's going to boil down to. We must be born again. Jesus told Nicodemus and John, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you must be born again. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So how do we overcome rejection? By being delivered from people. How, how do you do that? Developing that love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. What does that look like? Spending time with him, fellowshipping with him, praise and worship, turning off the TV, making room for him. Jonathan, um, uh, I believe that's the singer. He said, I will make room for you. I will make room for you. Let's make room for God. Because when we don't acknowledge God in all our ways, we ignore God in all our ways. When we're no longer trying to get the approval of people, that's when we've been delivered from people. (laughs) When we can get up and get dressed in the morning, don't care about what anybody say, don't care about what anybody thinks, that's when we've been delivered from people. It's easier just to obey God because when you obey God, that's walking in love. And when you're walking in love, um, it doesn't mean everything is going to be okay because everybody don't, you know, like I said, the devil don't like us. He's out here seeking whom he may devour. Being delivered from people causes us to be overcome. It's how we overcome rejection. Having a love relationship with Christ will take fear out of our life. For perfect love casts out fear, okay? So when we have confidence in God's love for us, fear will have no place in us. 
Develop a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And fear will have no place in your life. And when fear has no place in your life, that's when you can be delivered from people. That's how the Lord delivered me from people. He, he, he gave me that scripture. Perfect love cast out fear. We know 2 Timothy 5, 17 tells us, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So we know that fear is a spirit. You guys pick up my study guide, Overcoming um, Fear. Okay? We know that fear is a spirit. So we, we're not going to call it anxiety. If you look up the word anxiety, one of the meanings is, if you look up the word fear, one of the meanings is, is anxiety. Uh, it's a spirit of fear. Now, every time we confess it, we possess it, okay? So if you want to call my anxiety, my this, my that, my, 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 um, then you'll possess it. Because how can two walk together except they both agree? So anything that you walk in agreement with has a right to be in your life. It has a right to be there. It's like if I open up my door and let someone in, that means I'm giving them permission to come in. When I open up my mouth and I open up my heart and I speak my words, that uh, inviting that spirit of, of fear into my life, it has a right to be there. Perfect love casts out fear. When we have complete confidence in God's love for us, fear will have no place in us. God's got me. He's going to provide for me. He's going to take care of me. Moses knew that God had his back. He didn't want to go. He complained about speech impediment. He, he, he complained about all his weaknesses. But God said, my strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. This is where I need you to be. I need you to be empty of yourself. So you know that the only somebody you can depend on is me. I pulled all your stilts. I've taken the training wheels off your bike. I've, you know, matter of fact, you're driving a car with no brakes. You're going to have to completely trust me. Walking by faith is like walking on water. He told Abraham to get up and leave this place. This man didn't even know where he was going. Right? That's the walk of faith. Being delivered from the people is how we overcome offense. Because, see, when I don't care about what you think, you can't offend me. You can't reject me because I don't care. That's power anyways. That's too much power. I'm not, you don't have that kind of power in my life because I don't care. You don't even understand. Did I tell you that I don't care? I don't care about what they're wearing. I don't care what the name brand is. I don't care about none of that because I am complete in him. And anything and everything I do is because I want to do it. And I feel like God is saying, it's okay. It's okay for me to dress this way. It's okay for me. I don't get my, my value or my worth. is not What I do is not who I am. What I have is not who I am. If what you do and what you have is who you are, who are you when you no longer have what you have and you can no longer do what you do? When our identity is tied up in our possessions, when our identity is tied up in these earthly things and our job titles and the things that we possess, then we open ourselves up to that spirit of rejection. Why? Because if my identity is wrapped in the clothes I wear, when you tell me you don't like something I wear, I'm going to feel rejected. And my identity is is tied up in the, in what I do. And you say, hey, I don't like the way you cook your food. 
I'm going to experience rejection. Why? Because that's what my identity is tied to. Our identity, the Bible says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God. The life I'm now living, I live by faith in the Son of God. Those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. I don't care. And when I say that, I'm not saying that in a evil I'm not saying I don't care about people. What I'm saying is I don't care about your opinion when your opinion is contrary to God's word. And it doesn't matter who it is. If we're not saying what God is saying, then I don't care about what you're saying. <laughs> Simple as that. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Okay? And when when my opinion is contrary to God's opinion, my opinion don't mean nothing. Right? It's the Jesus said, if you are my, if you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed, John. I think it's John 8 32. If you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is God's truth going to set us free? God's truth is going to set us free from a lie. Every area in our lives where there's an addiction, a bondhold, a strong, uh, um, an addiction, a bond, a bondage, a stronghold, any kind of rejection, anything that's contrary to God. It's there because we're believing a devil's lie. We have to replace the lie with God's truth. What's the counsel of God? What does the word of God say about whatever it is that we're believing? Because if what we're believing is not causing us to be free, then we're believing a lie. Because God's word sets us free from a devil's lie. I'm getting ready to get off of here. But how do we overcome rejection? I'm going to say it one more time. By being delivered from the from the people from by being delivered from the opinion of people he said if you are a servant of men you're not a servant of his but when we are a servant of God we can stand boldly and proclaim the gospel we can stand boldly in in love and tell people the truth because I it that you know it's not about you liking me it's about you loving him and when you learn to love Christ you'll learn to love me I get it but when we are a servant of men, we're no longer a servant of his. So we have to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. When we love God and we find out our identity in Christ, that we are wonderfully and magnificently made, that we were created on purpose, for a purpose, by a purpose, uh, for God's purpose, to serve his purpose, then nothing else matters. We have to be delivered. He said, love not the world nor the things of this world. Because when we love the world, the love of the Father is not in us. What is the love of the world? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. When we begin to covet the things of this world, it causes us to lose our love for God. And this is why Jesus is telling us, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. And all these other things will be added unto you because I need you to chase after the source and not the resources. Because when you start chasing after the resources, it takes you away from the source. And the Bible says that many have pierced their souls with great sorrows, chasing. Many have departed from the faith and pierced their souls with many sorrows, chasing after riches, chasing after the things of this world. When we begin to chase after riches, that's why Jesus said no man can serve God and mammon. Why? Because those are the two sources. You're either believing that God is your source or you're believing that your sources, your resources is your source. 
Yes, God used natural things to meet natural needs, but he is the giver of everything that's good. Every good and perfect gift comes down from God the Father above. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go with God. And I love you and I love people. But I'm telling you, at the end of the day, if the stuff you're saying and the things you're doing is contrary to who God is and how God is, I'm not doing it. And I don't care. And I'm not saying I don't care about you. I'm saying I don't care about what the world is doing. I don't care what they're wearing. I don't care. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about no, like I said, no. I'm, I matter of fact, I just created uh, some, a clothesline. You guys visit my site in um, PJ Martin Apparels or Pearly Martin Apparels. Um, I'm creating my own name brand. I'm like, why wear somebody else's name across my chest? I can wear the name that God gave me. Why not wear your own name? Be proud of who you are. You're just wearing something because someone else's name is on there. Do you know, I don't I don't have to be branded by you. I'm going to be branded by the Holy Ghost. I was branded by God when he told my mom to name me Pearly. <laughs> I've been, I, I was given that name for a purpose. Names have meaning. Don't let nothing or nobody change your name. Don't let your identity come from what you wear. Don't let your identity come from what you do. Don't let your identity come from what you have. Because when you can no longer have what you have, you can no longer do what you do, and you can no longer wear what you wear, who are you? Let your identity rest in Christ. And when things in this world begin to change, you won't be shaken because your soul will be anchored. Your identity will be solidified. Because what I wear, it doesn't matter what I wear. I'm still a child of God. It doesn't matter where I go. I'm still um, uh, more than a conqueror. I'm still an heir and a joint heir in Jesus Christ. I am branded by the, I've been bought, I'm sold out. I'm sold out to the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, I've been delivered from people. And I'm telling you, when you get delivered from people, this world loses its hold on you. And and what I mean by that, it loses the ability to influence you, the spirit of this world, which is Satan. The Bible says Satan is the God, the small G-O-D of this world. Do you know this? It says the devil is the God of this world, right? This world system. And when this world loses its hold on you, when you quit loving the things of the world and you start loving God more than the things of the world, that's root of rejection. That spirit of rejection will have no place in you. That spirit of fear, because really, like I said, it really boils down to being uh, uh, concerned about what people think about you. I can't, I don't care about what you think about me. Now, if I'm wrong, Lord, please convict me. You know, definitely convict me when I'm wrong. I'm not talking about being corrected. I'm just talking about you not liking me. I do not care. What You know, one thing I tell people all the time, people that don't know you, it's not that they don't like you. It's the devil in them that don't like you. You don't know this person not to like this person. Quit judging people based upon someone else's opinion. Get to know people for yourself. And if you find yourself not liking someone and you don't know them, pray and say, God, what is my problem? I don't even know this person. It's a spiritual thing. This is a spiritual battle. It's not a natural It's not a natural um, battle. Let's go. Let's uh, be delivered from people. When we're delivered from people, The spirit of rejection and the spirit of fear will have no place and no hold over you. I don't care. If I like it, I'm going to wear it. 
I don't care about no name. It could be a million dollars. I promise you, if I don't like it, I'm not wearing it. I'm not doing it. As simple as that. Make your own name brand. God branded you with his name and God branded you with your name. Okay, you have that name for a purpose. Wear your own name. (laughs) And when Christ is lifted up, he said, I'm going to draw all men unto myself. So you guys do it. Go over there to my page. It's called PJ Martin Apparels and order you some stuff. I have in moderation on there because modesty is still God's policy. That's where that in in moderation comes. And then I created some shoes called PJ Pearl Martins, right? Why why can't wear Pearl Martins? (laughs) God created us. He gave us creativity. He put ideas on the inside of us. Father, I just thank you for your witty inventions. Um, God has given us the power to get the wealth. Everything that you need to succeed is already on the inside of you. It's on the inside of us. Um, we just got to go in and, you know, sit still and be quiet and um, to, ho- ho- tune in on some of those gifts that he has given us and figure out how to use them. Say, Lord, um, thank you for your witty invention. Someone created a flying saucer, that little plastic thing that you throw. That was a God idea. That was a good thing. You know, it helped people to have fun. How I many of you know God wants us to have fun? He wants us to laugh. He said, laughter is good as medicine. I don't know about you, but I love to laugh. How about that? Um, I'm getting ready to end it here and be delivered and set free in Jesus' name. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask Holy Spirit that you just let your spirit settle upon them, that you comfort them. You say you are a comforter to remind them, Lord, that you will never leave us nor forsake us in Jesus' name and that you are not alone. Being rejected by people is being accepted by God. So make sure that you rejoice in that because we're not called to fit in. We're called to stand out. Jesus did not fit in. He said, I'm here. I got to be about my father's business. I'm not trying to build my kingdom on this earth. I got to be about, you know, we got to be about our father's business. That has to be our agenda. Jesus, give us your agenda today. Father, you said that we acknowledge in all our ways. You would direct our path. You will lead God and direct our path. So we come before you again today, this day, saying, just like Jesus said, we will be about our Father's business, Father God. And we just thank you that your opinion weighs above any and everybody's opinion. It's what you think about me that matters. The only thing that matters, Father, is what you think about me. In Jesus' name, be delivered from the Spirit of of rejection from the spirit of fear. We curse fear at the root. We come against the spirit of pride that causes people to us to always think what are people going to think about us? It's not about people what they think about us. We want people to think about our God. It's easy to just give in, but it takes courage and faith to stand up and to stand out. Okay? Alrighty. Remember Jesus was rejected by men, but accepted by God. Alright? Because we can't have it both ways. We got to pick a side. Pick a side. Pick a side. Do we want the the, the 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 screams from the people or do we want the screams from Jesus? We can have the people too, but it's going to be because of him and not because we compromise to get anything. We don't have to bow down to this world system. We don't have to bow down to the will, the ways of the world to get the, to have the true worship. We want to worship the Lord Jesus Christ 
He will have no other gods before him. I have been branded and I will wear the name brand. The name that I'm branded with is Jesus. I am a child of God. I'm a son of God. I will also be making some witness wear. I have some witness wear uh, in my line and I'm working on some more witness wear. All righty. You are created on purpose for a purpose. Before the foundations of the world, God knew you. How about that? He was he knitted you together in your mother's womb. How special is that? That God takes time out. He said, with the apple of his eye. How special is that? And I just want you to know that God is conscious of you. He's mindful of you. And his eyes go out throughout the earth looking upon good and evil. He sees everything. He's everywhere. And you have his undivided attention. You are wonderfully and marvelously made, created in his own image, in his own likeness. How about that? So who opinion and what opinion? Nobody's opinion should weigh more, should weigh in more on your life than God's opinion. Because when we allow that to happen, that's when we allow the root of rejection to come in. Okay, listen to the voice of the Lord to see if that's him speaking through them. I'm not talking about correction because God chastised those he loves. Correction and rejection is two different things. Okay, Um, I'm getting ready to end here. You guys be blessed, be encouraged. Remember to keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. Um, Again, you guys share this podcast and um Till next time. All my books are online at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and a few other sites. You could just Google search my name, Pearly. That's P E A R L I E Martin, and uh, some books should come up. Alrighty. Till next time, you guys be so blessed. Be encouraged. Be free, knowing who the Son is set free is free indeed, and Christ has set you free. Alrighty. And continue reading His Word, spending time fellowshipping, and renewing your mind. Till next time.